Let's talk summer festivities, whether it's celebrating graduations, jetting off on summer adventures, or dancing the night away at the epic end of summer wedding, Macy's has got you covered. Seriously, Macy's is like my summer savior. I have a fancy wedding on the horizon, so now I'm on the hunt for the perfect black tie dress, and you better believe Macy's is my first stop. I mean, with brands like DKNY and Michael Kors, it's a no-brainer. Macy's is the MVP of wedding season. And speaking of summer vibes, I'm already daydreaming about lazy days by the pool, Macy's is my go-to for all things poolside. Bathing suits that make you feel like a million bucks, beach towels to soak up the sun, and even floaties to keep the kids entertained. They've seriously got it all. So whether you're glamming up for a special occasion or stocking up for summer fun, shop at Macy's.com or in-store to find everything you need to make this summer unforgettable. Don't miss out. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store and let's make this summer one for the books. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 Seeds. Seeds infused tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Like, say I want to see what you're doing and who you're hanging with, and you're not posting about it on your story. I can just stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's weird. You do that? No, I don't do that. I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone. Easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages and keep it between friends. And then use that money to buy something at a store with Apple Pay. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Maybe. Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Terms apply. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing that you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two-time People's Choice Award-winning podcast. Hello, everybody. We're scrubbing in. Gang's all here, plus a very special guest. One of our favorites, I have to say. I, I have to agree. Wow. We have yeah. Hunter March scrubbing in. Oh, thank you so much. That's the kindest introduction ever. How are you doing? We've missed you. I've missed you guys as well. I don't know if you guys have heard, but 2020 is not going so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was telling Becca uh, that you, so Hunter, just sweet little angel, came over here and dropped off this bottle of champagne for our three years. Just the nicest, most thoughtful, <laughs> so kind. That is so, so kind. And like, you totally didn't have to do that and just... That's why you're like the sweetest ever. <laughs> you guys deserve it. I think, it, you know, a lot of people think that uh, what you guys do 
is kind of, uh, it, you guys make it look really easy and effortless. And I know how hard it is to make any sort of media successful for years and years and years. And I barely, I'm not really doing it either. So I know how hard it is. I think you guys deserve that and then some. It's a great show. Thank, Thank you. you. I know I, I literally was like, oh, I wish that I would have known that you were going to drop this off because I literally would have, because um, I have all the ports. Oh, do, do you like my tech terms here? I have all the ports that I could hook up a microphone, another microphone in here for you, but I just didn't have an extra microphone. I know that would have been so fun because last time we saw you, we were at the um, Britney Spears pop up and Jax was also scrubbing in with us. And it was probably oh, one boy. of our most entertaining episodes with both of you on with us giving dating advice. Oh, I don't know if we could have picked a more foil character for me, like a more opposite human. It was so interesting because he was so he was so open and honest about things that people should not be open and honest about. And I, I thought it was a really interesting quality. Like it almost redeemed some of his bad behavior. I totally agree. It's yeah. like you say he would say things and I was like, I really don't like you. But then I was like, the fact that he's so like unabashedly himself and just owns it. I was like, I kind of like you. Yeah, our, yeah, the response was so interesting because a lot of the girls and that are of our listeners were like, what a, they were just so appalled <laughs> by some of his answers. But then, you know, you turn, you flipped it over and you're like, he's doing, he's just saying what a lot, like he of was men being think. honest about yeah. like, well, how a lot of men think. And um, it was this weird mix of refreshing and scary. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to describe him in general. It's yeah. refreshing and scary. But I remember at the time you were flirting with Tanya hardcore because she was single. And oh. we were, it was like a whole thing. Like people were like shipping you and Tanya. They were really rooting for Hardcore y'all. ship. And actually it's so funny. I went on um, the Facebook group and on Instagram and I asked people to send in like questions for Hunter. Mm-hmm. So many of the questions were, do you regret not shooting your shot at Tanya? And I was laughing <laughs> so hard. I think the more I get to know Tanya, the more I regret not shooting my shot because I see how sweet and kind she is. And I also feel like, you know, maybe a year and a half ago or two years ago when we first met, I don't think I appreciated all of the qualities that Tanya has. And I feel like a lot of young men don't appreciate those things. It, it comes with time. And it comes with dating people who you think are more of like a chaser. They're more like, you know, it's just they're they're going after something. And then you realize, no, I just want someone who really loves me. Yeah, like you know? there's no chase with me. Like it's like <laughs> I'm just on a silver platter. Like, here you go. No, Do you want the key not... to my apartment? Okay. Here's a drawer. Here's a toothbrush. Here's a clean out this drawer uh, for you. I brought I bought all your favorite snacks in my kitchen. Um, I would die. I would love that. <laughs> Well, I do amazing. feel like last time we talked to you, you were either, were, I can't remember if you were, we you were flirting with Tanya, but you were kind of in a place where you were just dating and you hadn't dating, really yeah. like met anyone yet. Any updates on that? Do you talk about it or? Let's talk about <laughs> it. You know, I feel like this is, this is what it's about. I am single right now. I am in this like very introspective stage. I think 2020 has brought this out in everybody a little bit. But I think mine has been like a reflection on, you know, maybe you don't need to go on as many dates to try and like fill that void, you know? So I've been trying to spend time alone with Hunter at the house and uh, 
you know, just kind of remind him every once in a while, like, dude, you're pretty funny. You're making me giggle. And then I go, oh, thanks. I appreciate that. Because <laughs> I do, I feel like there is, especially, I know I'm super culpable of this, but there is this thing where some people, especially entertainers, they need to be told that people like them. You know, this is like one reason why a lot of us get into this industry is we like that feeling. And it's so hard to get to a place where you don't need other people to do it. You can just do it yourself. And so that's been the yeah. goal. And have you, okay, judge me all you want, but have you ever like looked in the mirror and like given yourself affirmations? I haven't looked in the mirror and done it, but because <laughs> I think I would just giggle. I'd see me and I'd go, what's <laughs> yeah. up, you stupid looking idiot? <laughs> You're I so great. Tanya always talks about doing this and I, I picture myself doing it and I just imagine myself starting to laugh before I say anything <laughs> nice about myself. I did this workbook. It's called Calling in the One and it's really like basically like therapy and every day you have like assignments where you have to like look inward and look in your past and look at your parents' relationship and all these things. And mm -hmm. one of the assignments for the day was to literally look at yourself in a mirror naked and compliment your body on like just random things. So like I fully sat in front of a mirror for like an hour and was just like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever done, but now I do it all the time. <laughs> That's great. I don't know. I think every time I get out of the shower, I look at myself and I go, not bad, buddy. Not bad. But I don't do the rest of the affirmations. There is an affirmation I've been trying to tell myself lately, which is um, if you don't sacrifice, or maybe it's not an affirmation because if anything, it's making me like more neurotic and work harder. But if you don't sacrifice for what you want, what you want is what you sacrifice. Mm. Yeah, and so that has been like this little thing where it, it goes to like work mostly, but I think it also goes to relationships. It's like, if you sacrifice sometimes having a, a super healthy relationship because you need some something right now, some maybe you, you wanna go, if you're single, you wanna go hook up with somebody instead of spend the time figuring yourself out. What you really want in the long run is not a hookup, you want, like love. And so I think it's applicable to everything. It's interesting. Cause we were like, I was just having this conversation about like being single. And I feel like for me, when, when I was single, I didn't need, like I dated because I wanted to find like my guy. Do you know what I mean? So it was like, I would date a lot because I wanted to find the one, but I, I didn't go on many second dates. Cause I'm like, I'm not going to waste your time. I don't want to waste my time. I don't need to mm. be on dates to just like be on a date. I want to like I want to find you. Yeah. <laughs> so it was always like very intentional dating. I never really dated anybody just to like pass the time. Yeah. I can't remember if we talked about this with you, but I personally hate first dates. So like the whole dating game for me was horrible because I hated the small talk. The, it's like the repetitive small talk because every time you go on a new first date, you're talking about the same thing. Where are you from? How'd what do you, you like to up? do on your How free time? Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like you feel like you're just interviewing, and I hated that process. Whereas Tanya was like, "I'm on a mission, and I will have that <laughs> conversation as many. I times will have as it a thousand days. times over if I need to because it's like, <laughs> kind of, kind yeah. of moving, you know. <laughs> I think I'm kind of more like. Tanya in that way, but I'm pretty quick to realize if the conversation has that depth to it, right? Because the conversation can only go as deep as the two people in it. And yeah. I like finding that. In fact, do you guys want to hear a date story I went on maybe a couple months ago that was, it's juicy. Is this middle, middle, okay. I mean, dating in the pandemic has been a probably a very different experience. So yeah, because do you kiss on a first date? Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I I always did too, but now I feel like during the pandemic I probably wouldn't. <laughs> well, she didn't want to kiss on the first date either, so it was an awkward. It was one of the first times I've been like rejected for a first kiss in like a lot, probably since like high school. But it wasn't like like two. I'll get to that. The dating, I met this girl. Uh, I saw her years ago, like through a friend's Instagram. She had a boyfriend at the time, and then years later, she ended up DMing me saying, "Hey." Our friend tried to set us up, but I was taken. Now I'm single and I saw your Instagram. Uh, and we started talking. We had really, really great phone calls, very like deep. Um, she's a kind of does some sort of like some form of therapy. I don't want to get too specific, but she does some form of therapy. And um, the conversations were so great. And then we went out on this date and we finally, after like maybe five hours of talking on the phone over the course of like three days, like over a week. And on the date, we were talking about how we usually end things with people, like after a first date or a second or third date. Like, if you don't like them, what do you do? And I said, I'm just trying not to ghost people. But it's hard because you don't want to, like, be one date and be like, you know what? Not that into you, you know? Because then it's, like, presumptuous yeah. that they wanted more whatever. And so we said, like, hey, after this, no matter what happens after this first date, if one of us isn't into it, let's practice with each other being super forward in like a nice way. And there's no judgment. Neither of us will be ashamed or like, uh, like nervous about it. She was like, deal. So then at the end of the date, we were talking, having a really fun time by her car. And I went in for like a kiss at the end of the night. And she goes, uh, oh, hold on. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot we're in a pandemic. My bad. And then uh, like a week later, we were, or like a few days later, I texted her. I was like, hey, when you get back from your trip, I'd love to take you out. And then she 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 said, I as much as I think you're the perfect guy, I just don't know if I want that right now. And I was like, oh, this doesn't hurt as bad as I thought it would. Yeah, so it like she a, just wants to like, thing. she wants, she kind of just like wants to get her feet wet, get back out there. Yeah, she was like newly single. And so, but it was good. I mean, I yeah. think it was super eye-opening in, in terms of like how much it doesn't really hurt to be told that, but you think it's going to really destroy the other person. But it was well, nice it to hurts. know. It hurts more to be ignored without an explanation. I yes. think so too. I 150% agree. One guy tried to ghost me and I literally went, do you remember? I was like, uh, this guy is not, oh, sorry. I'm like, he is not ghosting me. And we were in Hawaii. We were doing the podcast in oh, Hawaii. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to reach out to him. Just be like, yo, yeah. <laughs> what's your deal? What is yeah. happening? Uh, he, he just didn't, he, well, yeah, he just like didn't want a girlfriend, which I was like, it's totally fine. But like, tell me, you know, mm. like, I know. After because, how many dates? I think we've been on like three or four. Like I actually like would have totally like dated him. He, I saw like potential in him. Mm, it was forced potential time. because he, <laughs> that was not your guy. He was not my guy. No, he was not my guy. Like that was, that would have been forced of like, I'm tired of dating around. This guy will do. <laughs> <laughs> but even like the last guy that I went on that date with, um, I ended up texting him. We only went on one date and I kind of gave him that like same text like, hey, I had a really great time with you, but I'm decided to get more serious with this other guy. Like, thank you so much. That date is what you went on after, after we our podcast. Yeah. yeah. And he really appreciated the transparency. He was like, thank you so much. Like, good luck with that guy. And if it doesn't work out, like, give Hit me a me call. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> so it's like transparency is actually really nice, I think. Do you feel like uh, since you've been more introspective with yourself during the last few months in 2020, do you feel like it's changed maybe qualities that you're looking for in a, in a girl that you're going to date or have those remained the same? That's a good question. I think they've definitely changed. One thing that's been on my mind where I don't feel like I've made that transition. I don't even know if it's a transition you can make, but 
for me, I've always been so physical. Like I love the physical part of a relationship, like even with little things, like I like having a hand on a leg when I'm driving, but like both ways, I just like that kind of touch. And I have, you know, like if you ask my co-hosts, Nina and Morgan or any of my friends, they know that I've got like a type, which is like the girls that I show them are like very sexy. And it's not always been uh, conducive to finding somebody who's like really grounded, you know, those two <laughs> oftentimes are a little bit different. And it's not that I don't like somebody who's not like an Instagram model. It's just, uh, they're, they just, they're abundant on Instagram, which since I don't have dating apps is like a way that I've met people. So I get DMs from people, vice versa. Right. So I started having this like thought of like, how much of the physicalness really matters because inevitably 15 years into a relationship, 20 years into a marriage, the physicalness isn't a big part of it anyway. Like that goes away in such a big way, almost inevitably. There's still so much that bonds you to that person that it makes up for it. Mm -hmm. But it's so interesting that in the beginning of a relationship, it's so hard for us to overcome the outward beauty of somebody and appreciate the inward beauty. And so I've been thinking about that a lot. And I don't know if it's possible to like embark on a relationship with someone who's maybe not exactly your type. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if that's more of a male thing than a woman thing. Yeah, I don't know. I'd be interested because uh, it's funny when I first started dating my my boyfriend, he was like, I did not because I'm like, you wouldn't look at me and be like, oh, you're like sexy. Like, I don't think people describe me as sexy at all honestly well, I beg to disagree but. okay okay Hunter. <laughs> but like I when we first like kind of started hooking up he was like there's this side of you that like I just was not <laughs> expecting at all and so it's like I think that you can find that maybe with like a different exterior than you may think if that makes sense so I think you can still get your physical yeah. in a in yeah. is what I'm trying to say yeah yeah uh I agree Cause I think I actually do, especially in the beginning. And like you said, I mean, it's not everything. And I remember Andy Grammer was on our podcast and he was, he oh, made a comment about like something along the lines of like sex in a relationship is not as important as you think it's going to be like forever. And he mm. was saying like, it obviously it's a big part and it's important and wanting to have that physical chemistry is great, but like it doesn't, it's not always how it is in the very beginning. And I thought that was so eye-opening because people put so much emphasis on that. And then when it kind of goes away, people think like, oh, is the relationship over? Is it, do we not have that passion anymore? And it's just that it's formed in a different way, of a in a deeper way. But I do understand because I feel like probably physical touch is probably your number one love language. It's my, it's my number two. So Mine like too. I'm it's the same way. Like I like to touch a leg. I like to touch a, I just like to touch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I That's wonder if people... Like. I wonder if people whose love language is not physical touch, if they don't have as much of an attachment to kind of the appearance of somebody, which yeah. this feels, it, I, I, it's interesting because this feels like such a shallow conversation, but I feel like it's really like, no matter who you are, there is an aspect that you want someone you're attracted to. And that could be any shape or size or totally. uh, any aspect of a human. But um, yeah, I don't know. Well, we always on our in our Facebook group, a lot of girls talk about first dates they've been on and they'll say like, I've, I went on a date with this guy and he was so great and we had such a good time, but I, I don't know that I'm physically attracted to him. Like, are there any stories? Do any of y'all have love stories of, you know, getting past that point of not being initially attracted? And there's so many people who mm -hmm. you do fall for the person they are 
as corny as it sounds on the inside versus yeah. who they are because the connection is deeper than the physical attraction. So. Yeah. All right. Way, well, I've got that the, to look forward to. All the <laughs> questions that we got for you were literally like all like dating questions. Yeah. Yeah. Will he marry me? What's his type? Um, uh, what's the best way to slide into a guy's DMs? I can answer that one. I've been getting a, a wide variety because I feel like TikTok, like one of the trends was women showing other women like how to slide into DMs or how to do this. Like it became a very like you could find these little sects of uh, TikTok and probably every social media before this, but it became really prevalent. And like one thing that they would do is they would just send a phone number and that was it. Another thing was oh, they would do kind of good. It was cute. Another one, like some girl sent like a picture of like a dog emoji. And then she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Did he end up in your DMs? This is, <laughs> you know, anyway, hi, I'm Sarah. Yeah, starting off with like a joke is pretty good. Yeah, I, I told Tanya before because she was like, Hunter dropped off champagne or was it champagne? Yeah. Champagne for our, our three year anniversary of the podcast. And I said, you know, if I was single, Hunter would be one of those guys that could break my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that. Heart, heartbreaker. <laughs> oh, we did get a question about Morgan. So I do want to, because you are, I know you are pressed for time. You're a busy, very busy person. No, I, I, I got out time. Let's you. talk. Let's talk. We can, we can um, go past the heart out. Because uh, you are on Nightly Pop, which honestly, that show, I love you and Morgan and Nina individually. I find you very hilarious, but there's some, you guys have a really special secret sauce together that is really, really funny. Like mm. you all bring it out in each other in such a fun way. Like how did you guys get that chemistry? Did you, were you always that close or did you find it? Like who put you together? Um, there was a guy who was doing the show before me and then apparently it didn't work out with him. And so they brought me in to do the pilot. I got really sick the day of the pilot, like the worst stomach flu you ever, or like food poisoning, whatever. It was horrible. My mom picked me up and I couldn't even shoot the pilot. And she took me to urgent care. I'm an adult and my mom <laughs> picked me up from work. They couldn't shoot the pilot because of me. I was throwing up like, I literally had like the PA at E, uh, Google how to breathe because I was like hyperventilating. My body was so dehydrated. And so still to this day, they make fun of me, but then they auditioned like 10 guys the next week, including me. And then I got the part uh, to do the pilot. So I think with Wait, Nina, we, so what happened with you? Like, are, were you, were you, are you, are you good? <laughs> it was like, it was severe. Um, anxious? Like stomach flu. No, not anxious. Oh, I don't oh, get anxious oh. about anything ever. Like entertainment industry wise hosting, I could go into any room and I just think, oh, I'm, I'm going to get this part or they're looking for like a not bearded white guy, but <laughs> acting, I go into a room and I'm like about to poop my pants. I'm so nervous. <laughs> like I can't audition at all, but um, yeah, so I, I was just really sick, but I think with Nina and Morgan, they're two really alpha women. And I think you guys can uh, resonate with that a little bit. I feel like you guys are both like really aware of who you are. You know what you want. Um, you've earned where you are. You don't want someone to jeopardize that or feel like they're coming in against you in any way. And also because I was the third person on the show, they were already on it. I think my role is like the little brother because I'm also the youngest gave them this opportunity to not feel threatened or intimidated by me at all, which is never my intention. But I think with them two, two women who are remarkably powerful, um, it just is not a battle you're ever going to win. So I kind of just took on this sibling role, this little sibling. It's so the way yeah, that you really guys can like answer. jerk at each other and like poke is so 
entertaining. Like truly, I'm such a fan of the show and just all wow. of you in general. It's it's very very good. Thank you. You're welcome. Did you have a question? Oh what? yeah, somebody. Uh, the reason why I thought of it was because um, somebody asked a question. They said if you can uh, describe Morgan's baby in three words, what would they be? Oh my God, <laughs> it's hard to say. Uh, I would say the baby is. Uh, tell me if this is three words. Gonna be rich. Is that three. <laughs> I feel like that works. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, genuinely, I have no idea. I know I've met Jordan a couple times, and he is a fantastic man. Morgan's obviously an incredible person. I feel like she will be a really good mom, even though she's not like, you don't meet her a year ago and go, yep, mom of the year award. I do think <laughs> this is like going to change her and make her a really great person. So I think that baby is going to be rich, not only with money, but with love and uh Wow. Life. You really turned that around, that whole answer. Really I know. I felt like circle. I needed to. Yeah, I felt like Dr. Nice. Phil was going to come at me, you know, yeah. I had to like say some nice. <laughs> oh, so good. going to be rich. I did not see it going that way. I was expecting like. Funny, know, cute. Fashionable, yeah, funny. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Early. That was yeah. good. No, 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 no. Going to be rich. Going to be rich. And you guys just celebrated your, two, was it 200th episode? I think so. I think at this point, we're probably at like 250 now since we've done that because we we're at four episodes a week. So every, you know, two months, we're at another milestone almost. It's, it's really interesting. It, it is. Guys. Thanks. It is weird. Like, I think, oh, this is another thing that I think you guys would appreciate um, as people in the industry. And I also think anybody with opportunities in life, whether their work or not, will appreciate this in relationships. I was talking to my therapist about how I'm appreciative for like my job opportunities, but I don't feel like I always give them enough of like my life. Like I almost take them for granted 200 episodes in and I'll make comments like, oh, if this went away, I can go travel, I could go do this. Um, but I know that if it did go away, it would hurt, you know, it would not be fun. And he said, uh, sometimes we treat, he goes, I, I know Hunter that you are especially grateful for your opportunities, but do you treat them with reverence? And I was like, what is, in what, what way do you mean? And he goes, do you give them the um, reverence, meaning like, do you give them the respect that they deserve? Like, this is an opportunity not only to be grateful for, but to respect and to treat like, oh, this is bigger than you. There's a lot of people behind this. So it's not only about being appreciative, it's about giving it that like full on, I'm here to do what I need to do. I, I will go above and beyond. And I think the same thing applies to relationships. I've been grateful for people in my life but have I treated them with reverence? Have I gone above and beyond besides just being thankful, like, you know, to really form the best relationship with something. So that's kind of been the other affirmation. Yeah. That's very eye opening because I, even with the podcast, when, when our third year rolled around, I was kind of like, wow, this is amazing. Like I'm so grateful, but I think I could always do better in treating it as like, we're so lucky to have this and do everything mm -hmm. we can to show appreciation for it. Yeah. I really appreciate that insight. Therapy's the best. Oh my God. <laughs> they, it's so honestly, good. they really like, I, I will think I have things figured out and then my therapist will be like, well, what do you think about, could it be something, you know, maybe it came from this or it stemmed from this. And I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I hit yeah, the nail could. right on the head. It could be that. <laughs> yeah. 
I think that's a good indicator in a partner is their willingness to actually be in therapy if they are, or to go to therapy one day. Like if you meet somebody who's like, no, 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 I'll never do that. Like my dad, when I first started going to therapy, he goes, Hunter, you're working. Why do you need to go to therapy? I'm like, you don't get it. You don't get (laughs) this at all. Yeah. Where are you from? Are you from from LA? Yeah, I'm from LA. Okay. Yeah. I, when I started therapy, I remember, you know, like growing up therapy was kind of taboo and I grew up in a very Christian home. So I was like, well, why don't you just pray about it? Why do you need to go to therapy? And I'm like, I can do both. Okay. (laughs) I need both. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Sometimes it's nice to have the immediate feedback of a therapist as opposed to kind of waiting for the prayers to be answered. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. (laughs) Oh, wait till my, my sister, she, I mean, she's not legally my therapist, but she does it for a living. And so it's so nice because she obviously has my best interest at heart. So like Mm -hmm. I can take her any situation and she just flips it around on me and I'm like, wow, I never thought of it that way. Like very, very, it's a great tool to have as a sister because I'm like so grateful to her. Yeah, that's true. Oh, wait, I had one. There's one other question about not, uh, not nightly pop, but it's about your other, your Netflix show. Can I ask you that? Sure. You can ask whatever you want. Okay. So she said, I need to know everything about the show you host on Netflix sugar rush. I'm obsessed. Uh, how does he feel after he eats the cakes because he can't have gluten? Oh, I feel awful at the end of like the two, three week shooting period. It's like, I, in this last season, I really avoided like the bread for the most part. Like I just ate a lot of frosting and berries and chocolate chips and whatever was on top of the cupcake uh, and the cake. But that's not much better either. Just eating cream and sugar for three weeks. So like heavy, we would go to lunch and they would have like all this really great food at the buffet, like lunch line. And I would just get like steamed broccoli and like a glass of water. I'd be like, this is what my body needs. <laughs> I bet. But it I is, even feel, yeah. Sounds like a great job, but painful. <laughs> yeah. Guests come on the show. Every guest who comes on the show, like wants to eat all four of the cupcakes in the first round. And we go, hey, you're going to be here for 12 hours. Slow down. And uh, they never listen. But it's yeah. <laughs> It's the greatest, it's the greatest opportunity. I mean, again, that's like another show where I just had to kind of realize like very few people get three seasons of a television show ever. And we just shot our third and it's coming out and, or the third season came out and the, we might have some more episodes coming out. So it's just like, again, you can get kind of caught up in the, oh, this is my life. And you have to realize your life is really, really awesome. Like way better than it could be. So yeah, so true. Do you have any um, like unpopular opinions that you'd like to share on just like pop culture, anything that's going on where you feel like it would, if you said it would be disagreed with? The Bachelor. I think, (laughs) how, wait, I don't know how, well, I've said this on Nightly Pop a lot, but I think that's got to be a hard thing for humans to go through that experience and to come out like, I feel like you made the most of it and uh, have like excelled, but God, it's got to be like tricky. Well, luckily for me, are you saying you don't like The Bachelor? What's your unpopular yeah, opinion? Yeah, we're con- confused on that. What's your hot I take I feel like there? you went to say something and then you saw my reaction, so you pulled back and then I, went with that. I think, I just got it. I think it's really, it's a really like unhealthy environment to put humans through. It's like a, it's like a, a rat maze a little bit. I mean, oh. it's definitely, I even feel like the crew, Mike Fleiss, the creator said that it was like a social experiment initially. I which could is never do it. I would literally like the thought of somebody that I, I liked 
physically dating people and seeing it go on in front of me, I would be a mess. Yeah, it, it, it feels, you know, when you put it in that perspective, it does feel quite unhealthy. <laughs> that was my, un, that's my unpopular opinion. So you just think it's a- like unhealthy for people to put themselves through that mentally and emotionally. Yeah. And also for like the viewers too, sometimes and feel like they have a hard time disassociating like the reality of it with how much of it's produced and how much these people are kind of portrayed as a character because maybe that doesn't happen for everybody, but I know I was talking to a girl who was on the show and they tried to paint her as a villain. Um, and she just was like, Oh, I'm not going to be that person. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, yeah, people can be very involved and can be very cruel to people that they see like 30 minutes of their life. Really? Totally. Yeah. It's really hard. Who'd you talk to? Who's this villain? Uh, Catherine. <laughs> Catherine Agro. Oh yeah, she was on Colton's season, I think. I don't know what don't season know. she was on. <laughs> she was very nice though, very sweet. Oh, very, very, very nice. Very, very <laughs> nice. Very nice. Um, we did get one question. I just feel like we have so many questions. We've got like big. I mean, I know we need out. Hunter to be like a regular. I know. Host. So we need like we need like a like a like a guy. We have guy. We have married men. Well, you, I'll be your like, single guide, you know, G-U-Y-D-E. Yeah. Our guide. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I like just kind of having you in our back pocket just like when we need some things. Because this girl just wrote, she said, what, what are your thoughts on splitting a bill on a first date? This is actually, I kind of had, uh, I, I don't know why it was like controversial. I was on another podcast and I said that I will always pay for a date, probably like, the majority of the dates unless the woman is adamant that she pays for something maybe she just wants to do she's like it's not fair you paid for the last one or the last five whatever it takes a lot of convincing for me not to pay um because again i get that i'm in a really uh i'm in a really uh, good position in life and i want to be able to help you know i just want to be able to pay for a date it's a nice thing to do for somebody uh but i always expect a thank you I don't know, like from anybody, like if I bought coffee for my, for my guy friend and he didn't say thank you, I'd be like, are you being (laughs) weird? You know, like, like I don't need to be thanked for the date. I think that is a mutual thing. But like anytime someone pays for something for me, I'm the utmost grateful. I'm like, thank you. So like, that was so kindly you bought that gumball out of that gumball machine for me. I don't know how I'll ever repay you. (laughs) Yeah. That's a weird one. Yeah, it is. And I I think there's become, it's kind of everything with the, the respecting the feminist view of like, you know, now guys are like, do I hold the door open for a girl or is she going to be mad because she wants to do it herself? And I'm like, I still, I, I like those things being done for me. Me too. I like when someone helps me lift my suitcase into the bin (laughs) in the airplane because it's freaking heavy. I respect it. I I'm all about the chivalry. I think if somebody makes it very clear that they don't want that, then I'll consider it and I'll be like, Hey, all right, fine. But it's just going to be natural for me to want to help my partner. It doesn't matter if I was, even even if I was gay and I had a male partner, I'd want to open the door for them. I'd want to pay for the meal. I mean, preach it, preach it, preach (sighs) it. It's actually something very, like I get into, I don't, not like actual fights, but we get into like conversations because I liked I love to give like I just that's like I just love to give and he's like 
the same way. Right. And so when I do too much, like he's like, you need to let me do a little bit because mm. that same feeling that you like, like I, he's like, I like that too. And uh -huh. I was like, okay, I'm gonna, mm. I'll let you do this. It's good. Good balance. It's a good problem to have it's a good, rather than yeah. the, old, I agree. the opposite. I agree. I agree. <laughs> um, Hunter, thank you as always for joining us. Yeah. Everybody tune into nightly pop. It's Monday through Thursday nights on E. Um, they can follow you on Instagram. It's just at Hunter March. Just at Hunter March. Yeah. Look for the shirtless and, photos. That's really the indicator that you're on my page. And then, uh, you can't find him on a, any dating apps. Is that right? No dating apps right now, but if there's somebody out there who, uh, let me think about like what, what I expect someone who's smarter than me and like it, funnier than me or has a really good sense of humor i just want someone who's better than me in all ways i just want to be you know taken care of by like a, a brilliant person okay love that we'll that... be looking out for the <laughs> intelligent funny witty beautiful heart and body women <laughs> no just just find I'm me just someone kidding i'm just kidding we're looking for a beautiful heart and someone that you click with on a emotional uh physical and intelligent level mm -hmm. yeah i think that's that's fair that's fair i'll okay. let you guys know if, if i meet one of your followers for a date i will go ahead and give you all the like, details please don't hold back <laughs> if you go out with one of our scrubbers definitely not and then we need to have you back like soon yeah maybe like every month we have you on <laughs> guide as our male i'm down Every locked in for, I was like, what are you doing Thursday? Cause uh, I'm taking Erin out to just like congratulate her on her mm -hmm. engagement. And, um, I'm already looped or like roped Hunter into coming along or at least stopping by for a drink. I'm in, uh, I will definitely do that. And, uh, if you guys want me back whenever you want, I realize I live fairly close to Tanya, so I can even do an in-person thing and we can all be in a room together. So so cute. We'll so we'll say, okay, night. we're going to save the champagne that you brought and we'll, we will consume it next time you're on <gasps> okay exciting if we wait but <laughs> <laughs> she's making promises that we haven't agreed to as a team so that's true <laughs> but i thought it was a cute idea that's a cute idea yeah um, we can't wait to have you back Th literally thank you so much i know you're busy and we really appreciate your time yeah thank you no thank you guys so much and my last thing is if if either of you were single i would date both of you in a heartbeat you're both my type uh by far and away better than most of the people I go on dates with. So um, just keep that in mind as, as your boyfriend. You date us both at the same time. I, you know what's funny is like, I feel like if anybody could do it, you guys have such a good chemistry already that it would work. I'm just saying, think about it when, you know, the next time your boyfriend's up. Yeah, we'll think about that. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a note. You know, it's funny. We actually had a truth or drink question and somebody was like, Tanya, what's off limits for you in the bedroom? And I literally was like, I said nothing because I've, I, I really thought yeah, nothing. Thought and then it. Becca was like, oh, you'd be down for a three-way? And I was like, F, no. <laughs> like, that is a hard no for me. Like, I need all the attention, like, on me, especially. Yeah, she'd be like, <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, uh. my turn. Yeah, no. It could be an emotional threesome, you know? Like, an emotionally <laughs> connected right, three-way right. relationship. Right, right, a yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much. Congrats on three years. <laughs> I will see you as soon as your boyfriend's mess up or next month for our weekly episode. All Perfect. Right. Bye, Hunter. Bye.
presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. 
He's just the best. He re- he looks like for some reason when when I was looking at him, he looked like my brother today. My he brother Christopher does look like your brother. <laughs> I never thought of that. I know, and my brother has facial hair right now. So like yeah. when I was looking at him, some of the times when he was talking, I was like, that looks like Chris. Yeah, and I just thought it was so. So he comes, he texts me, and he's like, hey, I'm out front. Uh, have something for you, for you and Becca before we do the show or before I come on the podcast. And he has this, like, bottle of champagne. He's like, I just want to say congrats on three years. It's so cool. And then he had a bottle of champagne for Aaron because she just got engaged. And I was like, that is, like, so yeah. cute. So thoughtful. I know. We and he, like, listened to our last episode because he was, like, referencing things. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Um, did, we didn't even talk about our weeks. How, how was your week last time I saw you? Uh, in a week. I know, but it feels like so... So this week felt very long. Do you guys feel like that? It did. It felt like it almost felt like we skipped a week because I feel like I haven't seen you in so long. Yeah. So I went from having like two minor things at Red Star's house, literally like my bruche head because yeah. I just use his uh-huh. actual bruche and then um, a razor and I have fully moved like shampoo conditioner face wash um like you name it because he gave me the whole thing he's like you could put you this is yours you just put whatever you want in i wanted cabinet yeah and i just wanted to be like chill so i was like i'm just gonna keep a couple why why? we talked about this a little bit in a a morning show meeting why did you want to be chill that's so not you to want to be chill no it's so not me like i'm the one that's like let's build a love fern in your living room and like water it and like do you know what i mean like that's fully me like the like coming in hot um I don't know why but there was something in me that was just telling me to proceed with caution just put a couple things in there and just like keep it you know keep it sonsy keep it chill Mm -hmm. um but then I was like it's actually very annoying having to like pack all my you know just my toiletry bag it's like big and I really when I go I just bring a couple like shirts and stuff it's not I don't need that much stuff so I was like I think it's just out of convenience easier to just leave all this here so I really went from like two things to like now I have like my face serum and my my you got double of everything kinda and then like it's actually really cute because I have to do my makeup like on the ground of his bathroom Mm -hmm. so I sit down like on the ground I do my makeup and he was every time I do it he's just like I don't like what can I get you to like make you more comfortable in here blah 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 and I'll say I'm fine like I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine but he ended up getting like a little vanity mirror to like put in the bathroom and a little stool so that I can like sit on a stool and have. You have like, to do oh, on the floor. What's up with that? Why, why are you on the floor? Yeah, why? What's on the floor? <laughs> Am I missing it's something? It's because like he has no. The mirrors are like full length, like um, top to you know ceiling to okay. ground, and so I like to be right in front of the mirror when I do my makeup. I can't like bend over the sink. Oh. I don't like to bend over the sink, so I just like park it on the floor and just get right in there. Okay. And so, I, I, but now I have a little vanity and a little stool. That's really cute. Very yeah. thoughtful. So big week over here. Yeah. I mean, huge information, <laughs> huge moves. I, yeah, I remember that weird in between time of having to carry my toiletry bag back and forth. It was like, <laughs> finally, and I, I don't even know if I was actually asked to bring stuff. I just brought it and left it. <laughs> like, I didn't think too much about it. I know. Then that's my problem. I think way too much because when he didn't offer, I kept wanting him to offer to leave me stuff. And then when I finally got the offer to leave all my stuff, I was like, "Mm, not going to do it. (laughs) You're so stubborn. Um, well over the weekend, so Friday night I went to this like, uh, birthday get together on someone's rooftop and I drank this 
So two things I did Friday that were out of the norm. I I, I don't I, think it was the drink, by the way. Okay. So I took these supplements earlier in the day um, and I had read reviews. I like literally, I actually looked into them before I took them. They had amazing reviews. People were like, these changed my life, blah, blah, blah. Over like 20,000 reviews, by the way. So I took them, ready for my life to change. Go on with my day, go to this rooftop thing. And I drink this, it was like a pre-made, um, like it was basically a pre-made spicy margarita. But um, I later... I get home and my face, I take a shower. I don't do anything new in my shower, like no body wash, no lotion, anything that was different. And my face is like on fire and it's like red. <laughs> and I'm like, something just feels weird. Cause I feel like my face feels like I have a fever, but my temperature is normal. So, um, I go to get in bed and I realize like my, I have like hives and, um, on my arms and legs, which I've never had before. I've never had an allergic reaction. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to take some Benadryl and hopefully it kills it and I'm fine tomorrow. So I woke up the next day and I looked into the drink that I had and it had some sort of chili in it that I wasn't familiar, you know, normally I'll have a jalapeno or something in my spicy margarita, but this is like some sort of chili. So, um, Nothing gets better, and finally, I'm just like, I'm going to go to urgent care, and hopefully they can help me out. They give me a huge steroid shot in my butt. Like, felt like I had a Charlie horse for like 45 minutes, and wake up the next day. The hives have gone down, but then my chest and my face and my neck were like, looked like I had a severe sunburn, but I hadn't been in the sun. And so one of my friends who's a nurse said I should either go back to urgent care or go just go straight to the ER and see if... I'm having another reaction maybe to the steroid shot. So I go and wait in the ER for like four hours for the doctor to basically be like, well, it's not a typical allergic reaction. So maybe just go home and take more Benadryl. And if it's not better in a week, come back. And I was just so frustrated because I'd be pissed. I'm like, I know my body and some, I'm, I'm reacting to something and all you can tell me is to take more Benadryl that I've been taking every five hours for two days now. And so, um, luckily a female nurse came in. So I had a male doctor, nothing against men, but like, you know, there's just like a different level of compassion with females and she comes in and I was like, is there nothing you can prescribe or do? You know, he just told me to take Benadryl. So she ended up helping me out and got like a prescription, um, written for me but I was thinking like you really do have to advocate for your your body because like he basically I waited for four hours for him to basically tell me to go home and keep doing what I was doing and I, I had to kind of step up out of my comfort zone when the nurse came in and be like can you can you help me like can someone just give me peace of mind write me a fake prescription I don't care just like help me out give me a placebo yeah so um I, I feel better today, and I think everything's pretty much normal from what I can tell, but it was it was like a rough weekend. <laughs> I didn't post anything. I was just like in a Benadryl coma, like dead. That's so scary. Let me tell you, man, I don't think it was the drink. I am a firm supplement. You got to really check that oh, yeah. issue so, out. So then I went back and I typed in the supplement name, and then I typed in allergic reaction afterwards, and there were just a few comments here and there that said, I took this. I was hoping that I would love it, but I got a rash all over my body. So I think, it, but the doctor said it could be either or. So I'm not going to take the chance with either ever yeah. again. <laughs> That's the moral of the story. But the other moral is that you need to speak up when you go to the doctor because 
you got to advocate for yourself, which we talked about last week. Oh, don't even get me started. You have a UTI. Oh, no, you don't have a UTI. Stop taking the prescription. Thanks. Three days later, I'm antibioticing my body for no reason. Like, oh. Yeah. It's so insane it's how much more that happens with women too. Like I've seen it with Allison. Like she'll go to the doctor and like, like this is wrong and it'll be a man. And he's like, no, it's not. And then like right. 10 doctors later, women included, like she'll finally get someone that's like, oh, this is what's happening. And it's just like, it's, it's so insane. I just, it breaks my heart that all these people. It's, have, in, it's yeah. so interesting. Cause you really do like, you really have to just like, yeah, know your body and just really keep going until you figure it out. And you have to be like, I'm not crazy. Something's yeah. up. Yeah. Just do a little more. At least act like you care a little bit more. He just looked at me as like, hmm. Have you tried Benadryl? Yeah. Have you, you tried? Have you Benadryl? tried sleeping? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks, dude. Are you drinking water? <laughs> yes. Um. So, anyways, that was about the that was the most exciting thing that happened to me, unfortunately, over the weekend. It's fine. You're moving in. Ration out. <laughs> <laughs> I was very um, worried about you all weekend. I was like, oh. I know. Well, the, you can tell everyone just a, like needs a little bit of excitement in their life because I had so many people checking in on me because I was like going into the urgent care and then the ER. And you would have thought that I had, I don't, had like a massive surgery or something because I was being checked on and it really made me feel very loved I was like I have a rash and everyone's like <gasps> checking in like with my sister is she okay <laughs> so thanks to all who reached out I appreciate the love and support <laughs> um but I know we have some emails we're gonna get to but we're gonna take a quick break and we will be right back <laughs> Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. 
Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than the mom stuff she did for me. The laundry, cooking, and driving. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. My mom moved to the United States of America, did not know English, learned English, rode her bike to Long Beach State to get her degree so that she could. I mean, she is literally like my Whoa. hero, my shiro. Yeah. Shiro, for my shiro. sure. That's amazing. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending my mom farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And we got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so that you can send some too. Here's why we love the Books company. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick a delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code SCRUBBING for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code SCRUBBING. Books.com promo code SCRUBBING. All right, we're back. Um, we have some tough emails, I would say, this week that Mark's going to get to. Um, Mark, are you ready to lend us your voice, your beautiful, deep, Aww. relaxing voice? Thank you, Becca. I'd be happy to. This is from Anonymous. My boyfriend and I have been together four and a half years. We've lived together for three and a half. He's 38, almost 39. I'm 35. We don't plan to have kids. We've gone ring shopping, my request, and after lots of annoying reminders, I picked one, and it's been ordered and purchased. To my knowledge, he hasn't gone to pick it up. He doesn't agree with how I want to be proposed to. I don't want anything extreme, but I want some thought put into it and for it to be special. He just wants to basically hand it to me and ask me to marry him. He said he hasn't done it yet because it'll spiral into the wedding planning and ultimately the wedding that he also doesn't agree with me on for the plans. He'd prefer the courthouse, which is a no for me. I'm a wedding planner. 
I'm starting to think the happiest days of my life, the proposal and the wedding, are just not going to happen with him. Do I just give up on those dreams of it being special because of him? Or do I just need to come to the realization that he's not my guy if he isn't willing to budge and make me feel special? I'm sitting here thinking, I was just thinking as you were reading that about Allison and Easton celebrating their three-year anniversary and the thoughtfulness that went into what they planned for each other (laughs) after still three years of being together. And this girl, he won't even acknowledge her needs or wants. Like this is, in my opinion, this is not your guy, right? Am I wrong here? I mean, that's right. It's hard to say that after four and a half years together. At the beginning of this email, I related to the guy only because I would not have wanted to be kind of harangued about getting a ring. And this is the one I want. And when are you going to buy it? And when are you going to propose? Because I want to do that all on my own time. And I want it to be a surprise. And I want her to cry and not see it coming. And if you're bringing it up every other day, you're always going to see it coming. So at the beginning, I was like, oh, this is just a guy who kind of wants to do his own thing. But it sounds like his own thing is really, really lame. So I think you have to decide is what's more important to you, this guy or someone who makes you feel really special because I don't know that they can, they're the same person. Okay, here's my thought though. I can't imagine that he would do it if she wasn't instigating it. Like, would he ever go and shop for a ring? Right. Would he ever propose if she wasn't having to bring it up all the time? This man does not want to get married. He does not. Like that other line where he's like, I mean, once we get, you know, once I propose, then it's going to just spiral into the wedding planning. And it's like, yeah, that's the next step, bro. Like, (laughs) uh, it sounds like he doesn't want to do it at all. That's, that's the vibe I'm getting from this. Well, and that's also, you could say that, you know, the, the, the two circles, the Venn diagram of people who don't want kids and people who don't want to get married, there's significant crossover there. So I would say that he's maybe doesn't want either of those two things. Well, she seems fine. I mean, they, they, I think they both agree on not wanting kids, but I just feel like. He doesn't, for her to have to put in all the effort for something that he doesn't want, feels like that's going to lead into every other thing in their relationship of like where they disagree on how things go, which will just kind of be disappointing, honestly, for both of them, as long as they're together, in my opinion. Tanya, you've been so quiet for this email. I know. She's just making a sad, like, confused face. Is this your question? (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting because, like, my first instinct was maybe there's, like, a compromise that, like, the two of them could come to where they both feel comfortable. But it's also, like, why should you have to compromise on something that, like, is so beautiful and so special, you know? Like, that's actually makes me kind of sad. I know it's – I guess initially I should have just said, sorry you're going through this because it's – The thing is, we say, like, get out of the relationship. You know, this isn't your guy, but they've been together for a long time. So it's not that easy to just say, like, okay, I'm done because we don't agree on this topic. But I think if you look long term, is this going to be the rest of your life where you have needs and wants and desires and they're not fulfilled because they're not his desires and needs and wants? Right. I mean, talk about not being sensitive to her needs. She's a wedding planner. How many weddings has she vicariously lived through over the past how many years? And he's like, I'll just give you the ring. We'll go down to the courthouse. That'll be that. Like, that is, those are two different universes. Yeah, because if he was able to compromise, 
if there was some sort of him meeting in the middle and like whether it was the proposal or what the wedding looked like or maybe it was like we get married at the courthouse but then we have a big celebration or party and not like a traditional wedding like you know meet halfway but it seems like he wants it just to be so easy and what he wants and simple with no thought where she wants the love story like the romantic fairy tale I don't know. I just don't. I, I just see this going in a way where it's a pattern and it's not. It doesn't end here with the wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right. Next up. This is from Molly. A friend from college moved to the same town as me. We ended up going on a few dates. It seemed to be going in a good direction. Then he ghosted me. I didn't hear from him for months, but eventually we reconnected and continued a friendship. Over time, he made some romantic gestures, but never verbalized how he felt or referenced the time before when he liked me and ghosted me. This is on and off for two years. Finally, I had enough. We went out to dinner and I straight up asked him, look, how do you feel? He liked me the whole time, but he was too nervous or scared or intimidated. I hated that I had the balls to bring all this up and find out how he felt instead of this grown man doing it himself. A few days later, I said, I think we're just better off as friends. Well, he got a girlfriend a few months later. They were together for a long time. I thought about him when COVID hit, and after some deep stalking, I came to find out he was single again, and I texted him. We've talked on and off the last few months, but we haven't hung out. I'm 27. I wanted to hear your opinions on whether I should pursue this, give it another shot, or just leave things be. You were quiet on the last one. Shoot your shot, girl. Shoot your shot. Why not? Because she's already shot her shot with this guy. But they've like I think had he needs how many to years shoot she his did, shot. Did she say how many years they had in between? Two. And she said she's twenty. No, they were on and off for two years. And he was well, with dur- this girl is during COVID. I think I think they've, shoot your shot is fine, but I think because here's here's why. As we've shoot said, shoot your shot, but don't like don't like don't keep shooting the same shot again and again. Okay, like fine. Shoot it once. Yeah. But guys, as we've said before, are the worst. Guys take a long time to bake. He wasn't done yet before. I would go open the oven, stick the toothpick in, see if he's done yet. This analogy is so good. <laughs> he might be. He might be a fully formed adult at this point. He wasn't before. It's worth mm-hmm. checking in to find out. But she said we've talked on and off over the last few months but haven't hung out. So why... Why, why isn't he shooting the shot? I because guess. maybe he's nervous with Corona. I'm telling you, if I were single, I'd be, and I, you know me, I would go on a date like, pff, no big deal. But if somebody asked me on a date right now, I'd kind of be like, mm. But also, What if he just said, how do you feel about going on a date Tanya, right we've now? talked about this so many times before on the morning show too, where guys are so, they're so scared. They're so scared of rejection. They're so scared of putting themselves out there. They're such little wusses that they won't actually do it. They won't actually say it. This guy would have just hung out with her for years because God forbid he tells her how he feels. He might be in the same situation. So that is a red flag that he hasn't actually said anything. But the fact that you were the one who rejected him before, Molly, I think it's worth you kind of opening the door a crack again, giving him a chance to step through it. Yeah. Okay, but he's got to step. She, she, all she can do is open the door, yes. and if he doesn't step through, she's got to move Agreed. on. Agreed. Yeah, just drop the hanky, just drop it real slow, let him pick it up, and wipe his nose with it. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. If that's not. Weird. I did not know where that was going. Honestly, <laughs> the analogy Whatever was he strong wants to do until with that. that. 
yeah. or whatever he wants to do with it. Yeah. Put, I mean, like, yeah, shoot your shot, but not, don't shoot it so hard that he gets a free pass to not put any effort in. Right. It. It's like you're not giving him, like, two free throws, mm-hmm. but you're giving him. Oh, she's a Lakers fan now, so <laughs> here she yeah. is. Right. So it's Yeah, exactly. But you're giving him, like, a tip-off. Another podcast, just more great advice and analogies for all of you. You, you. you open the door, but if you keep letting him not make any decisions, the next thing you know, he's going to want to get married at the city hall, and you're going to want it's going to be a whole, you're going to end up like anonymous. So careful. The red there, flags are already wow. there. That was a full yeah. circle moment. Um, that's all we have today. I know, Easton, you have something you want to share and need a little bit of help some from prayers. everyone and some prayers if you want to go ahead and share. Yeah, that. yeah. This is a really, really heartbreaking thing. Um, so my friend Chris Roman, he's a... Uh, He's the guy that like we kind of cooked up the whole caramel corn princess thing like that started between with, as a joke between him and I. Uh, he's a very close friend of mine, um, and he's going through something really really bad right now. Uh, he, he and his wife Jordan, she's a you know they're really close with Allison and I. They were moving into their first home. Oh god, this is three weeks ago now, and uh, they were like loading a box, and she stepped into a pothole and broke her ankle, and like that's a bummer. Uh, and went to the hospital and she had to have surgery the next day. And it's like a totally routine thing. Like that happens all the time. And then uh, during the surgery, she went into cardiac arrest and uh, they they called Chris to come back because they're like, hey, something's gone wrong. And he came in and like saw her flatlining like on the table, uh, which is like a heartbreaking image. And they were able to bring her back, but she was gone for a while. So there was significant brain uh, trauma. Um, so as it is now, she's medically unconscious, uh, but she's breathing on her own. Um, but she's, you know, she's, she's non-responsive right now. Uh, and it's, it's the type of thing you never think this kind of thing could happen, especially doing something so simple as like, you're just like moving a box. Like she wasn't like on a motorcycle or like doing anything super risky. Yeah. But, uh, I, I, I just can't stop thinking about their situation because like all you can right now, they're pretty much just like hoping she wakes up. Um, and she's suit, you know, they're, they're like 25. They're very young. Um, she was admitted to a rehab facility that they're going to move her to next week. But I mean, it's been several weeks at this point. Uh, and it like, it's the type of thing where like right now, all we can really do is like pray and like hope that something miraculous happens so that's like what i'm asking people to do is like you know like i'm not a very religious person but this is like definitely like gotten my mind to go to certain places and and i just think that it like with the power of positive thinking like that's you know Mm -hmm. a really powerful tool with this um so you know if 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 people have some time in their day to just send some good vibes to my, my friend Chris and his wife, Jordan, like they really, really need it right now. Yeah. I mean, I know we have, if everyone, I think there's power in prayer and positive thinking and the amount of people that are listening to this podcast, if everyone can just join in and at some point in your day, just think about this couple and what they're going through and pray for a miracle. And, um, just support them. I know I saw Allison posted their GoFundMe too, because like the hospital bills, it's like just such an unexpected situation. And like 
not being financially prepared and just any way we can do to help them out, whether, whether it's praying, if you can donate, donate. Um, but I, I believe in the power of multiples coming together. I'm, so. I'm down to pray right now. Do you guys want to pray right now? Yeah. Yes. I mean, I know we can't here. We can hold hands. Her name's Jordan. His name is uh, what? Chris. Chris. All right. Uh, do you want me to start or do you want me to do the whole thing? Yeah. Okay. Dear Lord, please, please, we are holding hands. We are here praying for a miracle for Jordan, for Chris. Please put your hands over Jordan. Bring her back to us. Bring her back. Lord, we know you can make these miracles happen. Please, please, please just put your hand over this family and guide her in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Th- thank you. Thank you very much. I like this type of thing shouldn't happen to anyone, but the thing that like, I just can't, I have such a hard time rationalizing is like Jordan, uh, her line of work. She, she like does so much community outreach. She worked at a food bank. Her, she just got a new job where she's working with like refugee families and like getting them places to live and like resources and stuff like, like literally all she does is like give to people. And then, you know, and then she was doing something so simple, uh, and had this like, incredibly horrible thing happened. It's like, it's just so hard to like wrap my, I've just been going crazy thinking about it. Um, yeah, but, uh, but anyway, I just, thank you very much for letting me, uh, for supporting them and everything. I I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. I can't honestly, I can't imagine because I'm heartbroken just hearing the story. So, um, so yeah, if everyone can, and we'll put a, we'll put a swipe up for the GoFundMe and the scrubbing in, in, in the Facebook group and the, um, on the f- Instagram. So look out for that. Um, anything helps obviously. Um, but with that said, we will be back next week and I hope everyone has a great week. If anything, that's such a reminder of just be kind to people, mm-hmm. be gentle with yourself and just mm-hmm. know that you don't know what anyone's going through. So when you go to speak to people that are strangers online or whatever it is, be kind because Everyone's going through different things right now, and um, we can all use a little bit more of that in this time. Um, But we love you all, and we will be back next week. Love you. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself.
Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.